Hey, I'm Drew. And I'm Tim. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In season four, episode 24, we talked to Ben Lunston about his photo exhibit. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sonnenberg, joined as always by my co-host, Tim Babbler. Uh, Tim, we're almost there. We've almost made it to the end of the season. Yeah. Can you believe that? Uh, I mean, we've done it. This is season four, and we still have listeners, man. <laughs> yeah. we, we still, not just listeners, people who listen to every episode as soon as it gets posted, um, still kind of blows my mind. Podcasting is fun, which is interesting. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but I'm not m- much of a person who listens to podcasts on a regular basis. And yet I co-host one and it's fun though. Like it's, I think this is my excuse for why I don't listen to podcasts. Cause I get to be in one. Like, I don't know. It gives <laughs> me a, a good excuse to, to hear the interviews while they're happening. Even if I don't speak so much all the time. Sure. With that being said, we are to our final regular episode of the season with a, a repeat guest we've had, but it hasn't been for a while. Uh, and Tim was gracious gracious enough to let me do this interview solo um, due to some scheduling conflicts. But we got to talk to our good friend Ben Lunston uh, about what he's up to these days. So let's go ahead and get to that interview. All right. Today, we are excited to welcome back to the podcast, Ben Lunston. Welcome, Ben. Hey, how are we doing, Drew? Not too bad. I believe, if memory serves, that the last time we talked to you on the podcast was way back at the beginning of the pandemic when we were asking <laughs> about how do you manage to teach art to high school students remotely. But I think it's safe to say a little bit has changed since then. Uh, can you give our listeners an update on where you're at these days? Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, I think for those people that do know me, that's kind of my my MO is keeping up with whatever Ben's currently doing so hopefully for <laughs> hopefully for now i'm like very solidified for a long period of time but i'm i'm currently teaching i'm a faculty member at bethany lutheran college teaching in the media arts department so my emphasis is in the uh, film production side of things so i i teach our intro to av courses our advanced lighting advanced camera editing um, visual communication. So any anything related to um, film or TV media is what I'm focused on, which is pretty great. This is where I I graduated Bethany in 2012, and these are these are all the classes that I took, which is kind of it's nice. fun to come full circle and be teaching. Yeah, that sounds awesome. the The reason I wanted to talk to you today, though, was our listeners may remember I mentioned a few weeks ago I made a trip out to Bethany uh, to pick up a sculpture from Jason. Uh, Jasperson. And while I was wandering around the fine arts building, there's this beautiful exhibit. And I I just was looking at it at first without really paying too much attention to all the the notes and everything. And then uh, noticed it said Ben Lunston next to it. <laughs> uh, so t- tell us a little bit what, first of all, just for our listeners, what was this exhibit? Yeah. So a little bit of background since probably about 2012, I've had a few different opportunities to um, travel with a variety of Christian mission organizations. And my first one was Indonesia. And then from there it was Thailand, 
and Myanmar, and then Singapore kind of thrown in there in between. But while while helping out on the missions, my job was to basically document the work being done. So photo and video work for these organizations. And on my off days or free time at night, I I did a lot of street photography. So for those that don't know, street photography is just a, a medium and within the photography realm or uh, more so not necessarily medium, but uh, a genre in photography where you just go out, you just document life on the streets. Uh, it's been happening almost since the invention of photography itself. So it's not new at all, which is why in my show I talk about I'm I'm just a participant in this like ongoing <laughs> process. But yeah, it's, it's basically walking the streets and some people focus on architecture and light. Some people focus on portraiture. Some people focus on people and their surroundings. Um, but for me, yeah, it was just uh, going out at night or during the day and, and photographing on the streets and trying to trying to make a beautiful image anywhere that I could. Sure. Did you know as you were doing this that you wanted to make an exhibit out of it or did that sort of come up along later? I think that was always kind of the intention. Um, I, when I was at Bethany, I was originally in the studio art track and then I transitioned over to the media arts department and the media, the media arts major. And I, I remember that feeling of like not having my own art exhibition or, uh, we, we, we had something for the media arts students and it was my final film, but I had put so much time into the studio art, uh, track. So I had a minor that, you know, a part of, I'm a, I, I view myself as an artist, so I always wanted an art show. And I think, um, like a lot of artists, I just doubted whether or not I deserved a show or could have one. <laughs> but, you know, four or five years in and a pretty decent body of work, and I had people encouraging me to say, hey, you should do something about this. And so I think, I think when I was doing it, maybe near the end, the last trip that I took was 2019, 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. So I think by that time, it was in the back of my mind that I wanted to do a show. And then eventually it was just Jason Jasperson, you know, is a great encourager of people. And so, yeah, yeah. As you know. And so I just remember a conversation with him and he was looking ahead to the next year and he's like, Hey, don't have anyone for October. And I just said, fine, I'll like sign me up. And that was the push. (laughs) So the the tricky thing with having a podcast about photography, obviously (laughs) is that a podcast is an, an audio, a medium and, photography is not. Um, yeah. But could you maybe talk a little bit about some of the, the photos you you included in this exhibit and uh, maybe some that were your favorites or that stood out for you or just th- the kind of overall vibe you were going for with this? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't done it quite yet, but I'm thinking I might update my website with the photos that were in the exhibit or add add them to a collection somewhere. But if you if you go to benlunston.com, you can see an okay amount of my street work and my, excuse me, my Instagram as well. So if you want, you know, a companion piece while we talk, sure, um, you can go there. But I guess to like talk about what I was looking for when I was making the work, I'm very people centric, like people give me my energy and I love being around people, which is why I think I found myself in education. So on the streets, I focus on people. Um, and it's usually people in their environments, whether it's, um, you know, they just so happen to have the same color on as something in their environment or how, uh, you know, how they're standing, how they're interacting. Maybe it's 
a group of people and one person standing out because of how they're facing. Uh, one one that stands out to me that I believe is on my website, I actually don't know. Uh, when I was in Myanmar, we were walking the streets and uh, we were on a street corner and I just so happened to stop and I loved Myanmar. It's, it's a wild place. It's really cool. Um, but I've got this big, long street in the background and there's a group of people on the corner of the street and there's a guy and he had like turned and looked at me and I had my camera up and I just instant snapshot and then we walk and we separate ways and it's just this really kind of intense moment of him looking at me and me looking at him um that one resonated a lot with people i think because it's you know similar to like cinema it's the breaking of the fourth wall like he's just staring right down the barrel um i really like that there's another um of a woman on a street corner at night and i i think i that one to me you asked about like, did I intend to show that was one of those photographs that um, I kind of, my eye was drawn to this street corner and the way the light was emanating out from this like pharmacy. And I just thought of Edward Hopper's Nighthawks right away, you know, kind of like a dark surrounding, but the light coming from this building. And so I, I sat on the street corner for probably five or six minutes, maybe longer waiting for like the right person to come through <laughs> And I got this woman in her shopping bag and she was all alone. So it's this almost silhouetted woman in front of this place. And there's crazy neon signs and there's mopeds and there's cars. And I just loved the atmosphere of the piece. I'm also a big uh, like cyberpunk Blade Runner fan. Yeah. Yeah. So so it, it's kind of like I saw it as like kind of that marriage of Blade Runner meets Nighthawks. Um and that that piece, when I took it and I thought about it and I first like pulled it up on my computer, I saved it specifically for an art show. So I never shared it online. I never showed anyone. And I was like, if I ever have an art show, this is going to be like <laughs> one of the pieces that sells it. And there's like the, you know, the marketing piece for it and it'll be in the show. So that one, that one really stands out to me. And then I guess for, you know, I like, I like threes. Third one that I would talk about is, uh, and this one is for sure on my website. Again, it's from Myanmar. We were driving, we were driving through a toll area, and I just have, so happened to like glance off to my left, and here's this guy like kind of half poking his head out of his toll booth. But all of the colors and the shapes and the lines—it's just a very geometric image. There's purples and blues and yellows, and then you have almost this like little square window that you see this figure kind of emerging through. Um, and it was a fraction of a second. I mean, imagine you drive up to a toll booth, you pay, and then you drive. I had one shot to take, but I was, I'm really happy with the way that that one turned out. And, and I love, I love the, the just geometry and the color in the image. Sure. Just, just to give our listeners a sense of scope, how many total pictures were in the exhibit? I believe there are 31. There are 31. And one of the things I tried to do is, go, go big. (laughs) I think, I think, you know, so much, so many of us have, you see photography just either on your phone and maybe on your laptop. So it never, it never goes beyond a a screen emitting brightness or the smallish object. Um, And so I went with a matte look instead of a glossy look Mm -hmm. because I didn't want it to, Jason and I also kind of talked about that. I don't, I didn't want it to remind you of your phone. So I I went matte and I went really big. So 24 by 36 was about the smallest. And then there's one that's like, I think the biggest was like four feet by 
three and a half feet or something like that. So there's yeah. three of them that were pretty big. Sure. You you mentioned a couple of these, your favorites or ones that stood out, but like 31 is a lot to go through. And I'm sure you've, this is out of, you know, thousands of pictures that you've taken over the years. Uh, how do you, what what's the curation process like to like narrow it down from thousands or hundreds to just these 31? Yeah, I, I think I'm really glad you asked that. That was probably my favorite part of the process. I um, I brought one of my former high school students in who now goes to Bethany, um, Ingrid Bladle. So she's she's a up and coming photographer. She's got a, an absolutely killer eye. Like already she's she's got the taste and the, the, the knowledge to know when an image is really great. So, so what I did is I, I put an extra computer in my room and I invited her over and she had about three or four sessions uh, for a couple hours at a time going through like 15,000 photos. Yeah. So 15,000 photos over the course of a couple of years. Um, but that was, that was how it started. So I, I, I had some selects that I liked and then she went through and she made some selections. So between the two of us, I think they're about like 400 photos or something like that Okay, is about what we narrowed it down to. And the really exciting part of the process was she found stuff that I never gave a second thought to. I never sure. really looked at it and I never really considered it. Um, so just kind of seeing your work through someone else's eyes. And then yeah. when you when you take a lot of photos too, it's it's you know, where you're at at the time when you look at something versus, you know, where you might be in a couple of years, you might notice things that you don't notice right away. So that part of the process was really fun. And then and then that was kind of her involvement for the most part. And then what I did from there was I really relished the opportunity to work on putting a cohesive set of images together and trying to find themes. Um, Because when I'm on the street, I'm not necessarily thinking about theme at the time. I'm just photographing. I'm, I'm going, I'm going wherever the world takes me. I find something interesting. I'm going to go there. I'm going to photograph that. Um, But then taking a step back and now that I'm looking at the images and saying, okay, if I'm going to show them together next to each other, uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I talked a little bit about, um, with Ingrid about this, like it's almost, it almost becomes like visual poetry. Like they work really well together. And it's that whole idea of juxtaposition, like alone, this image and this image might say one thing, but you put them next to each other and suddenly it creates a new meaning. So it became about, uh, I, I tried to take every wall that the exhibit was on and find a series of images that worked really to really well together within their own collection. And then sure. hopefully 31 images that as a group also felt cohesive, which is a daunting task, but it was really fun. Sure. Were there any like themes that kind of emerged as you did that, like that this wall kind of had this theme to it or something like that? There was one, I'm just going to walk through the exhibit in my mind. There's one wall that the big image was these three sisters. And it's one of the few true portraits in the show. A lot of my work is just, you know, uh, a snapshot, a fraction of a second on the street, but this was a, a tried and true portrait where I sat these three women down. They were cooks at a orphanage that I visited. Amazing women. They own their own business and they do catering for like uh, for weddings. And in Asia, weddings are huge, so it's like three thousand mm-hmm. people at a wedding. Yeah, and so they would they would cook as as a business but on their off days and on their free time they come to this orphanage and they cook for free 
And so they were, they were just, they were so lovely and so full of joy and their food was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and I'm a big food guy. So I had to get a portrait of them. So it was this big portrait of these three women. And then what I realized is I had a couple of photos where there's one of these people sitting in the bed of a truck uh, facing away from the camera. You can't see any faces, but the colors in their shirts and the colors in their hats match the colors that all three sisters are wearing. And one of the sisters is wearing a hat very similar to those hats. So there started to be that little theme there between color and then, you know, headdress, headgear, like wearing a hat. And then I had another photo on the street of canopies and umbrellas. Mm-hmm. So people, people walking with umbrellas and then there's canopies in the background and those colors also match the colors that the sisters were wearing. And then the canopies and the umbrellas match the overall shape of the hats. Sure. Um, so there was that one. There was another one where the theme was just yellow. Yellow <laughs> kind of played a part in each image, either very obviously like a woman walking down the street in a bright yellow shirt. And she's in front of this mon- like huge, huge building with giant pillars. And that building has like little yellow reflection lights on it. Um, mm, yeah. That guy in the street that I was talking about, there's yellow kind of sprinkled throughout that whole image. And then the one, I forget the one that was paired with that one. But then another wall was just all color, red, green, blue, yellow. Like just the fact that like the color absolutely dominated the whole image. And then one was all about pink and umbrellas. So just the color pink making its way in through the images and umbrellas showing up. So obviously it sounds like this took a a good amount of months, years of work. But I, I have to ask what's next. Um, what, what's next for Ben Lundston? Yeah, I don't know. I was just, uh, I was also talking with Jason about this is I, you know, when you're, when you're an educator and an artist, finding time for your work is really, really hard. So for me, that's why I like trips like this, where you're kind of forced into, you know, I I talked about this in my, my talk for the art show, but one of the benefits to doing these trips Um, A, I went because I love documenting mission work. I just absolutely love it. But then that opportunity to do street work, I have nothing else to do. My family's thousands of miles away. We're at different time zones. So although I miss them and I would love to be with them, it, it doesn't pay for me to not go out and do it. So it gives me absolutely zero excuses not to focus on that. But then also it gives me the absolute freedom where I would be out for I mean, I was on my days off, I would wake up at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and I get home around midnight and I would photograph all day pretty much. Sure. So I think for me, if I think about what's next, I, I, I'm in my master's program right now. I have to do a capstone project, so I'll be making a short film. So in the near future, it'll be a short film. But photography wise, I'm hoping hoping to do another trip soon. I've got a couple of things in the works, some organizations that I've been kind of talking with, but that's, that's what I'm hoping is next. I, I really want to go to Hanoi. There's amazing things happening in Vietnam right now with the, the seminary and the training of pastors. And, and I, I would love to document that. And then of course, spend time on the streets of Hanoi. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the one. If anyone's listening and they know about that work being done in Hanoi and they want someone to document it, I will, uh, I will gladly go. You mentioned it briefly earlier, but again, for our listeners, where can they find you and your work if they want to check it out? 
Yeah, so they can go to benlunston.com and then um, I'm blunston at uh, on Instagram. So Instagram's got a lot, probably a more wide variety of work. And then, yeah, my, my website's got my street stuff and some portraits and then some of my nonprofit work as well. Awesome. Well, as always, thank you so much, Ben, for taking the time to join us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Drew, for having me on. It's It's been great. I have loved the podcast. So please uh, keep up the great work. It's been awesome. Thank you. That wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. As always, if you have questions you want answers to, people you want to hear from, or you have a project you're working on that you'd love to talk about, we would love to have you on season five of this podcast. Um starting next year, but the interviews will be happening uh, sooner than you know it. So feel free to reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartsandhandspodcast. We appreciate all the support we've received there. Um, it's always fun getting to see those behind the scenes uncut videos for our patrons who uh, subscribe there. And uh, without your support, this show would not be possible. So thanks again. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.